0: Right now, it's Sunday morning. I just hopped in the car and I'm looking to head across town for a little Sunday service. Now, by Sunday service, I mean I'm going to go meet up with some buddies at the local running store, Backroads Brews and Shoes, where we'll go for a long run, perhaps through historic Springbank Park or perhaps through some of the backroads that surround the store. And then afterwards, we'll grab a cup of coffee and talk about some of the things happening in the running world. You know, it's not a ritual that perhaps is unfamiliar to a lot of runners. However, what makes us different and special is that I'm going to go meet up with the Backrose Bandits. Perhaps you've heard of them. They just won the team championship under the London Western Track and Field Club at the Cross Country National Championships. There are a whole bunch of really stellar runners on that team, obviously, but the team was led by Connor Black, who came third overall. I sat down with the boys this week to talk about just who the Backroads Bandits are and why you should know who they are going forward. You're listening to The Terminal Mile. at The Terminal Mile on Instagram and Twitter, a Tracky Radio production. All right. So to start out, let's uh, let's go around the table. Uh, introduce yourself. Perhaps one of your biggest running accomplishments. We'll uh, we'll start with you, Connor.
1: Hi, I'm Connor Black. My biggest running accomplishment is I was in the historic uh, 2800 battle in Edmonton at U Sports in 2017.
2: Hey, I'm Josh LeMani. Uh, biggest running accomplishment, that's a great question. I uh, don't have uh, one that stands out super, uh, super big, but uh, soon to come, uh, the Oakville Half Marathon 2019,
3: I won that one. Hi, I'm Sean Master. Uh, biggest running accompl- accomplishment, probably uh, grade 10 off the uh, gold medal in the 800 meter. But uh, kidding aside, probably, um, uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, in uh, uh, Victoria, B.C. at my last year university, uh, all Canadian cross country, uh, all Canadian and the U Sports XC championships. So Jack
4: Sheffer, uh, Connor stole mine. I was also a part of that that duel, uh, but probably a, a U Sports uh, track champion for 2019 in the 3,500 meters. I'm uh, Chris Ballestrini and I would
5: say that my greatest running accomplishment. Uh, aside from the Bandits' victory in Abbotsford, um, would have to be, oh, the Gasparilla 15K. Either that or running a lot of miles and not getting hurt. One (laughs) one of the two.
6: (laughs) All right, and uh, I'm Phil Peromigas, and I would say my biggest running accomplishment was uh, coming third at the Canadian 10K Road Champs in Ottawa. Uh,
0: So, yeah, that sums it up for the boys. You know, to uh, to go back quickly to one of chris's points you guys shocked a whole lot of people uh this past fall uh out in bc at the cross country national championships perhaps we'll, we'll start it with uh, a question for for connor here what what happened there maybe explain your own race
1: uh for my race i knew i was fit and i have a tendency to just go out and hammer myself so <laughs> i went out there and just went to the front and had a good time and yeah. I felt good.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. So like for, for the team aspect, um, you know,
0: maybe we'll pass this one off to, off to Josh. What, uh, what happened there?
2: Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. From a team aspect, uh, you know, the guys uh, decided to head down as a team uh, for the first time and, uh, represent, uh, you know, not only London Western track and field, but, uh, back the, uh, the running store that, uh, that we'd uh, like to put ourselves behind uh, as the bandits, and uh, yeah, from there uh, we had uh, some some fit dudes. So um, you know, I was uh, I was further down the line, but uh, you know, starting with uh, Connor up at the front there, you know, Phil, Jack, and Chris not too far behind. Uh, you know, it was a it was a big big team thing, big big win for us, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to you know continuing that uh, whole team
0: you know I'll, I'll toss this one over to chris because he uh he mentioned it in his thing you know going into that did you did you guys think that you had a shot you know taking that title i mean you were going out there you were facing some some fairly formidable uh you know west coast groups you know like the bsep guys and like they're spread out i guess amongst a bunch of, uh, amongst a bunch of, a bunch of teams did you guys think that you had a shot at that
5: title before you know you really got it I guess uh, I'll say two things, uh, the, the first one is uh, in Dave and Doug we trust, um, and that those are the two coaches uh, that we work with at the London Western Track Club, and just with, with their program and all, all running together, I think we, like every one of us, had the full intention of going out and trying to run for the win. The second thing being, we were just hoping that Connor was as, as fit as we thought he was, because. <laughs> He was, uh, he was, he was crushing us in all the workouts. And we thought if Connor's not fit, then we're all screwed here. (laughs) Um, but if Connor's really fit, then, then, uh, we can, we can do something special. And I I think we all had it in our minds and that, that was the difference on, on race day, we were ready to go.
0: Oftentimes at the finish lines of these cross country races, it can be pretty tough to tell. So I asked Phil just when they knew that they had won the national team championship.
6: Cross the line. Uh, so Dave came up to us and he's like, "I did the math. I'm pretty sure you guys won." But like we've seen that in the past, where obviously the coach will count count it or your friends will count it, and the team doesn't win and big things in like the NCAA too. Um, but it was about 20 minutes after the race, and uh, that's when we found out what we won. And boy, we were happy. Like we we were like for the like the like it's first time in club history, and like we have a good group and we just have a fun doing it. And um, a couple of weeks before the race we were we were kind of like thinking about like who who's our competition there was some stiff competition but um i think yeah we we were the best team on the course we were i think we have a great time together training and i think
0: those two things go well together and i think that's why why we won the race all right i i want to go back to the origins of the group uh because i I think it's it's kind of an interesting sort of thing. I can speak personally to my own thing, where I where I just got an invitation one day to a Facebook group chat, and from there it's uh, it's been a lot of long runs. I'm go- I'm gonna toss this one back over to to Josh because I, I think that you are very important to the, like the origins uh, of of this group of guys. So who are the back road bandits? How did it get started?
2: Yeah, so I, I think it all started one day uh, on a Sunday long run. Uh, all the boys were out. Uh, and we typically get, uh, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 guys out and, uh, you know, some some quality runners in London. And um, this this started from uh, Backroads Brews and Shoes, uh, where Aaron Hendricks, uh, he started this uh, business. And it's a it's a great establishment. So, um, you know, we'd all meet up, uh, go for a hammer each other in a long run, have some laughs along the way, come back in, uh, enjoy a coffee or a beer or two beers and, you uh, I think Mike Tate was actually on this run, and uh, you know we were brainstorming along the way, and we're like, "Geez, we we gotta we gotta come up with a name here." Uh, Backroads Battalion, Backroads. We, we we're we trying to get some alliteration going, uh, and and then we came up with the the bandits, and it, it kind of stuck from there. So um, yeah, some some London Western guys, um, myself, uh, Aaron, uh, Connor came along the way too. Um, who's now actually employed here as well. So, um, but yeah, we've, it's kind of just taken off from there. Uh, Started an Instagram group um, and then, uh, and then some singlets, which we debuted in, uh, in Abbotsford. So um, yeah, that's kind of where, where things took off.
0: Jack did something fairly impressive last year when he won the 3,000-meter and 1,500-meter titles at the Canadian Indoor University Championships. I asked him about what it was like running with the Bandits, who are mostly made up of guys who either are post-collegiate or guys who came to running later in life and are just part of the community now.
4: Um, So I guess the first thing I would say is you don't realize how much support you have from your local running community until you're immersed in, in that. Um, so I remember I didn't come out to Backroads for a group run until probably about January or February. So already kind of in the heart of the, um, indoor track season for the university schedule. Um, and you, you, I got to meet, you know, guys like Josh, I hadn't met, um, really until then. And obviously Phil and and Chris were here and I met some of the kind of older guys who were doing group runs here. And you don't realize that there is like a big running community uh, within London and that people are following you so it's kind of cool that that kind of thing happens here Um, and it's I think it's a unique thing in sport uh, for running especially that um, you're you're you are being supported by people who might not know you at all they're not your teammates they're um, you've never met them so um, getting coming here and and meeting some people who are you know trying to run 245 for a marathon like uh, Brian Murphy, who's a guy who's a regular with our long runs, or um, coming and uh, hanging out with a guy like uh, Craig McAllister, who has two two young two young guys in high school who he says are looking up to you, and um, one is one off. So and it's like just a pretty unique thing uh, with running that I don't think you get to experience in uh, other sports. Uh,
0: you know what's what's interesting is that there is you know, a huge range of, yeah, of, of distances being raced as well too. I'm gonna, gonna toss this one over to, over to you, Sean, but uh, you know, so some guys here at this table, uh, and we'll get to this a little bit later, are gonna run some indoor races. Uh, Some guys are looking at Houston, some guys are on the road uh, next weekend in Burlington, but you, you know, there's there's a wide difference of guys out on that run but they all have similar sort of goals in in mind what what is it particularly done for your own running and and you know the focus attached to that
3: yeah well i think uh for me uh in particular i think it's got me back into the rhythm of things and got me back into where i should be running um i think for a lot of the guys in the group uh i think we kind of all keep each other in check Uh, no matter what distance we're running. Um, And uh, I think we kind of keep honest with each other. Um, For me, personally, um, I like to use Strava because then the public can see my runs. (laughs) And uh, in that sense, uh, everybody can see what kind of mileage I'm doing. Um, Yeah, I think overall the group's great because we're all doing different distances and we're all kind of specialized in a different uh, distance. Um, whereas, uh, cross country we all come together and run together at the same distance. But when we do kind of differentiate and say track races and road races, um, we still all come together, um, here and there and train together and keep each other kind of honest with, uh, the amount of work that we have to put in. And I think for me overall, uh, being with this group, uh, the back roads bandits and also... Uh, London Western track and field that's uh, kept me uh, honest with where I should be in my running goals So that's pretty much it.
0: We've uh, we've got a bunch of different events uh, coming up So I guess we'll start with the with the Houston guys um, We'll we'll go start with Phil and then go over to Chris. Uh, what's what's the plan for Houston? What are you guys looking for there?
6: Yeah, for sure So uh, I was running uh, yesterday with Chris and I was like asked me this time last year if I'd be running a half marathon I said you'd be crazy um, but now, uh, so I debuted my half marathon in at Scotiabank back in October and uh, I came second there and now I'll be doing my second one in Houston. And, um, I'm super pumped for it because there's a huge amount of good runners that are going to be there and, uh, it goes way deep. Um, so yeah, right now my, my personal best is sixty five forty six. So ideally to go under 65 would be pretty, pretty nice. Um, and then the most ideal would be under, go under 64. So Apparently there's a, there's a pacer for a 64 flat and there's going to be a bunch of people going that pace. Cause I think that's the Olympic, uh, or not the Olympic, well yeah, the Olympic trial qualifier that will be in Atlanta. Um, so you have to run 64 and a half, but yeah, I'm super pumped. It's supposed to be nice weather and a massive group and a lot of Canadians going too. so it'll be, it'll be a good showing. So I'll pass it over to Chris. Yeah, it's, uh,
5: it'll be my second time down in Houston, went there last year, uh, ran it ran a PB of uh, 65 uh, I think 30 was my official time 6530 um, so yeah the goal is always to, to run a personal best run as fast or faster than you you ever have um, Phil's being being pretty modest and humble he's he's super fit right now so I think we're both gonna try to to try to hang on to that to that 64 group and and uh, see what we can do on the day it's looking like it's looking like great weather but I think um, it's I was just saying to to the guys, it's it's crazy because I think any one of us, if we were in a different city across across Canada, you're going to be doing 90 percent of your mileage by yourself or 90 percent of your runs. And having each other here and and being able to do almost every single run together, even if it's just four miles easy or something like that, is it makes uh, like a world of difference. And even if if these guys aren't around, like the, the greatest thing about this group is that we're we're so inclusive to everyone like if you show up on a sunday morning and, and you're ready to to run kind of around the pace range that we typically run then like we're we're not saying no to anyone so um but it especially uh kind of culminates when when you get to a big race like houston and i think f- like phil and i are are both uh we gain confidence from from watching each other work out and we gain confidence from working out with with the the awesome guys here and and uh hopefully that confidence translates into personal best on, on Sunday. You know, some of your biggest
0: accolades have, uh, have come from, from indoors Jack. And, uh, I understand that you have a couple indoor races coming up soon. And Sean, if you want to jump on the end of this, I'm not sure what you're racing next, but I would imagine it's indoors, right? <laughs> All right. We're going to throw it over to that corner of the table, the indoor table and, uh, yeah. Talk about what's coming up for you guys.
4: Yeah. So I guess, um, a little over a week from now so the 25th of January about then I'll be going to Boston to run the Terrier so I'll be doing the 3,000 uh, at that meet so I've done that the last couple of years so I guess just hoping to run around the same time I did the last two years right around under 805 or under 810. Um, Connor and I have talked about this a little bit that you know we've, we've had some pretty good indoor seasons in the past and we would like to maybe show fitness in outdoors so priorities have maybe shifted for me a little bit more this season given that uh you know i'd like to maybe not uh end a outdoor season disappointed like i have the last few years so um but go to boston a couple times you know try to show fitness um and just know that kind of what the, the work we're doing indoors right now is gonna um you know also show uh show up in in the outdoor season so yeah a couple indoor races but you know mostly right now it's about putting in the work having fun not taking things too too seriously and um just kind of enjoying what we have while we have it
3: yeah so for uh this is sean here uh, for the same uh for indoors uh uh this season uh i i'd like to take a season off um so um as jack said i would like to take this season not as serious um i took uh indoors pretty serious all throughout university and so um, now that I'm out of university and I don't have to take indoor serious, I don't really, really necessarily want to take indoor serious, uh, just because, um, just because uh, I like to uh, I like to run outdoors better, and and overall I like to uh, have an uh, have an outdoor season rather than uh, uh, indoor season, and and I think it's good overall just to take uh, one season off a year um, in general. Um, just to kind of let the body kind of reset and, uh, also the mind too, uh, just reset from racing. Um, so I am looking to, uh, to race some races this season, um, indoor season. I might go to, to Boston with Jack and the rest of the guys in, um, in February, uh, uh early February. Um, I think there's two races in Boston, one late January, one, uh, relatively early February. So, I'm going to keep it kind of vague for this out, uh, indoor season. Um I might race a couple of races indoors uh in uh local the local area too. Uh but then outdoor season I'm going to have more of a specific uh, uh plan and and uh race plan overall.
0: All right, and, and finally we got the Robbie Burns boys uh over here. Um I don't think I don't think this 8K is the uh, is the pinnacle of your season. <laughs>
1: God, I hope not. Uh, We're going to start with you, Connor. Uh, What what do you got coming up? So I'm going to kick off the season at the Robbie Burns 8-kilometer road race this coming weekend. And then we're going to load up a couple vans and do a roadie down to the BU Valentine, uh, middle of February. So that should be a hell of a good time with the lads. And then I'm going to ship off to Victoria at the end of the month for Pan Am Cup uh touchwood because I'm supposed to represent this country a couple times but have yet to make the start line so we'll we'll see what we can put together by the end of February
2: yeah and uh for myself I'm also uh, going up to Burlington with Connor to uh do the Robbie Burns 8K uh, just kind of as a season opener. Um, had a bit of a rough go at uh, Scotiabank uh, this past fall. I was looking to, to do a marathon there with uh, with Chris. Um, put a, put a little too much pressure on myself, I think. Uh, you know, I had, had some people saying, you know, you're fit enough to go under 220, and I, I took that for granted. And, you know, went a little too hot. I uh, just give a shout-out to... Um, Jeff Caussin and uh, Patty Birch, who had great races in in, in that one, and also beauties. Chris you <laughs> just said, and, and and I would second that. But uh, yeah, in hindsight, I uh, should have rolled with those boys. As it was my first crack at it. Uh, but anyways, yeah, just uh, with with Robbie Burns, just uh, kind of get the confidence back on the roads and. Uh, uh, progress towards a a fast uh half marathon i'll be looking at trying to go under um 66 minutes at uh the chili half and then uh just gaining some momentum uh from there with uh, some 10k's on the roads uh, throughout the spring
0: all right this is uh this is for a guy who hasn't spoken yet uh
2: but i i think he probably
0: should uh i see that there's there's quite uh some some fairly impressive you know personal bests or club records uh there's one guy, though, has the, has the, has the Club 10K record. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't seen him out for a little while. Let's uh, perhaps introduce yourself and uh, talk about when that, that club record's going to fall for, uh, for the track 10,000.
7: Uh, you said to introduce myself. so uh, I guess uh, I'm uh, Aaron Hendricks. I'm the owner here at Backwards Brews and Shoes. Uh, I've been off of competitive running, I guess, for a couple of years now. Uh, just thought a few weeks ago that I actually didn't. I don't think I raced once last year in 2019. It's a little bit disappointing, um, but I'd like to. Uh, I'd, I'd like to change that in 2020. Uh, after a couple of years, I know I have to do, come back to running in a smart way that I can't just go back to doing, 100 mile weeks like I used to do and get back to big workouts like I used to do. Um, so I think to answer your question on when, the, the 10,000 meter record is going to go down, it might take, uh, might take a few, a few, uh, well, most of the year. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I guess I uh, may as well put it out there in a way, but I think the big goal for this year for me would be a half marathon in in ne- next fall. I'm being, uh, trying to read some sign language here and it's not, uh, not going so well. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, okay, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, not very good at sign language, obviously. But, uh, you know, I I would like to, again, be out. It was a little disappointing. I mean, it wasn't disappointing to watch the guys, but from my perspective, watching on the big screen here, Nationals, it would have been nice to be out there with you guys. Uh, So this year, hoping I can be part of the team and be uh, uh, representing the Bandits at Nationals and, who knows maybe putting uh putting uh a, a bid in for that a world spot <laughs> um yeah but like i said i think it's going to be next fall until you see uh henderson coming out again
0: <laughs> you know i'm i'm going to throw this one right back at you uh you know you, you mentioned that uh that you you're the guy who runs backroads what, what's it been like to you uh, to see a bunch of really good guys just kind of you know gravitate to the brand and uh, choose to run out here every Sunday and you know spend some time here afterwards uh, and
7: and you know get some some good social time in as well uh, it's definitely been uh, pretty special in a way I when uh, Backroads first started it was always in the back of my mind to have a like elite team, sort of. Um, that's part of Backroads, or as much as part of Backroads as it can be. Um, so, to be, and just, I think to have a a group of guys that are good friends and work hard together is exactly kind of the mindset of what I wanted to have as part of a part of a sort of elite elite team here at Backroads. All right, this one uh, this one's
0: open to whoever knows the answer. Uh, but the uh, the attire of the of the backroads bandits, uh, you know, it's mango madness, uh, which people have seen. But uh, also plaid is a very important part of that as well. So uh, again, I'm gonna toss this out to anyone who wants to take it. But uh, where does that come from?
1: So where do we start? The whole the whole plaid thing, I guess, started because. I just thought it was fun to be out running around <laughs> in uh, in plaid. I uh, you know I've got a few plaid without without any sleeves. I got you know the uh, the warm plaid for the the very frosty evenings at Victoria Park doing K repeats. I've got the just you know the 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 long sleeve for just breezy fall evenings. We got plaid all over the place. Anyways the guys thought it was hilarious that I was working out in these plaid shirts. And I thought it was hilarious too. I, you know, you got to keep it fun. <laughs> and so eventually they caught on to all this fun that I was having. They're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should wear some fun c- or maybe I should wear some plaid because Connor's having so much, so much fun. And then we all decided to uh, wear some mixed match plaid out in uh, downtown Abbey. And uh, yeah, that's where it started, you know? I don't know, I think it's I think it's kind of blue collar for this blue collar group. And I mean, once we took the plaid off, it was all business in our magna- mango madness, but yeah, it's, it's fun, it's just keeping it light, you know?
5: When you spend a lot of time in a place called forest, all you have is plaid. So we all had to go out and get plaid because Connor didn't have anything else to wear for the warm
1: ups.
0: All right, so we've we've gone through the attire. We've gone through what people are doing next We've gone through the origins. We've gone through all that Uh, I think now is the time to uh, to start throwing out socials and stuff and you know How can people follow along with uh, with what is going on with the Backroad Bandits? I think uh, I think Chris is definitely the guy for this one.
5: Um, yeah, so you you can you can follow You can follow the the Backroads Bandits uh, on Instagram at Backroads Bandits um you can follow the store at Backroads London. You can follow London Western Track Club at London Western TF Track London Western Track and Field. Um, so those are a, a lot of our workouts, a lot of a lot of everything is posted on there. We try to keep uh, the Backroads Bandits page especially um, up to date. Um, and there, throughout the week, we'll have we'll have workouts. We'll have our long runs, kind of kind of showcase what we've been doing week to week. And uh, and lots of members. So we're, we're uh, there's I don't know eight of us sitting around this table right now, but the the bandits um, as a group we're we're probably about thirty strong right now. We have uh, lots of uh, lots of guys, lots of girls. Uh, the Bandettes, we're trying to call them, um, who uh, who we all are are just one big team and. Um, we're kind of the guys that, that went to, to Abbotsford and and uh, got the cross-country national title but there's so much more behind it um, and, and we have we have uh, people from from ages like probably 15 to 65 come out and run with us so it's uh, it's it's an all-inclusive thing it takes a community and I think what we've built here is uh, is pretty special it's a special community and it's awesome to be a part of it uh also shout out to uh to uh bandit bubbles um charlotte pros <laughs> uh big supporter of the bandits um also our boy our boy rory <laughs> 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 yeah we're, tr- we're still trying to lock him down for 2020 <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we're going to close this one with uh with phil maybe talk about the uh, the website real quick where's that at
6: yeah, so we're in the works on a, a runbandits.com website. Um, there'll, there'll be a bunch of vlogs on there. It's still a work in progress. Um, a bit about um, like news articles that have been released about us. Um, it's just, we're just trying to get the word out. We're also going to be releasing some merch soon. Maybe maybe some plaid, some plaid with the, the Bandit logo. Um, but yeah, I think 2020 is going to be a big year for the Bandits and for Backroads and for London Western as a whole. Um, So, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And then hopefully we're going to mash it all up together and then we'll see how it goes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) post-workouts, we love shawarmas, most specifically falafels. So, yeah, if if you're thinking about, like, a good, good, like, post-workout meal, shawarma house in uh, in in Byron, really good place to go to. And I definitely recommend going there. All right. Thanks a lot for
0: the time, boys. Appreciate it that wraps up another edition of the terminal mile big thanks to our guests this week the bandits as well as track if their ongoing sport. if you want to find us online you can do so at the terminal mile we're on both instagram and twitter with that handle we're also on all major podcatchers big thanks to you for listening and remember support your local twilight meet.